Good evening, and welcome to Weird Mountain, where the men are tough and the sheep are scared. I'm Gomez the Yardman. While the gals are busy doing whatever it is witches do this time of year, I thought I'd take a moment to let you know how much we all appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I also wanted to let you know that things can sometimes get a little strange up on Weird Mountain. Especially this time of year. The veil, she's very thin. What you're about to hear are stories. But are they just stories? The gals say no. Decide for yourself. But don't say I didn't warn you. No! <laughs> that there'd be a lot more going on in this house than actually is because um, it was a it was a low-end boarding house for many, many years before we bought it. Really? So, yeah, oh, yeah, because this neighborhood had fallen on such hard times. Uh, I mean, it never had great times because it's a mill village, but, um, but yeah, it had fallen on some pretty rough times. It was a rough neighborhood <laughs> before it got gentrified. Oh, so that they're million dollar homes here i mean there is there's some stuff that happens here that over the years we have felt and seen but but actually not that much in fact two years ago i guess it was i was sitting in the living room and we've got a, a closed-in front porch mm-hmm. and i heard a terrible oh horrible crash like the whole roof had fallen in on the front porch Wait. And, and then it was silent, perfectly silent. And I was telling somebody that story. What had happened was, and of course I went out there because, I mean, I'm more afraid of people than I am of ghosts. Just you to be honest, and me. I'm not, too, I'm not too afraid of people. So I just went tearing out there, ripping the door open to see what it was. And we had had a big old, a net full of bocce balls. You know what they're like, stone yeah balls that you play with yeah and the net had broken and bocce balls had fallen all over the place it made the biggest racket but then of course after that was silent because they're made of rocks so it was really heavy so whoever i was telling about that said oh you were so brave weren't you afraid there'd be some kind of spook out there and i said no lord no i wasn't afraid of that what i thought was probably out there was a damn bear but as it turned out it was just bocce balls. But you know, I told you the story about the bear down down at Weird Mountain, didn't I? The yeah. little young bear. We yeah. had just gotten just gotten back from uh, I think a Florida trip or something. Anyway, we were we was wore out okay. and got out of the van and when we'd pulled in the driveway I thought there was a dark shape over at the neighbor's house, right yeah. at the line. But I didn't think any more of it. I thought it was probably garbage can turned over or whatever. And as soon as the as I got out, that dark shape started coming up the driveway. And it was a young bear. I probably maybe a yearling, maybe even younger than that. Okay. And I was tired, but I did exactly what I've always done. Anytime I encounter a critter that I'm not sure exactly what to do with it, 
I started clapping my hands together and I went, no, no, you go home, go home, you go home. And it, it kind of startled a little bit and then put its head down, oh. turned around and went back down the driveway and down the street. I thought it was home, but it wasn't. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not talking about ghosts at all. Let me tell you ghosts, some ghost stories. Tell me a ghost story. So when we first moved into this neighborhood, it was, like I said, it was pretty rough yeah. still. It did not have a good reputation, but we moved here because, because of the history of the area and my family. My great-grandparents moved in here at the end of the 19th century, moved here from uh, Haywood County. And I grew up on stories, so my grandmother was born here, and my mother was born here. Oh, wow. The house where my mother was born is still standing. My grandmother, I guess, was renting it at the time. And, um, you know, I drive by that house, going to the grocery store, different <laughs> things. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So we have a long family history here. And so I grew up on stories of, of how it is and how it was and how it would be. Yeah. So when a house came on the market here and we had just come from graduate school, we looked at it and we really liked it. Now, what the previous owner had done, because this was before they did things like stage in a house. Yeah. He had done this really smart thing. He painted the entire interior of this house white Ooh. except for the floors and the baseboards were all a deep chocolate brown and you open the door and it's a little this house is built probably the 1890s and you open the front door and the light bounced off those white walls oh gosh it just looked so clean and pretty and wow. big well of course we we did we done it and we've been here now all these years but the neighbors all around were, were fairly elderly folks. And, and I, you know, back then I was not an elderly folk, and I, but I just love old folks. So I'd go and listen to them, hear their stories, whatever. Our immediate neighbor up to the east side of us was, she just loved to talk about the history of the neighborhood. So that was all, you know, all good, all good. Well, what happens when you live in a neighborhood with a lot of elderly people is that they start to die off one by one. Yeah. And sometimes you know that they've died off and sometimes you just don't know until later because you don't really know their family and you might not even know much about them except you know them to speak to and to wave to when you're right. on your way to somewhere. So there's a, a house down the hill from me and there was a woman who lived there and I'm not going to call her name in case any of her relatives might hear this, but she was very sweet, and I'd only spoken to her a couple of times, and I knew her name and just knew a little bit about her that she'd lived in the neighborhood a long time. She would stand by the door, and there was a it was a door with a window in it. Mm -hmm. She would stand by the door and just, or maybe sit by the door, I don't know, and watch, watch cars and stuff go by, and she'd wave at people. Okay. Well... I always loved to, I'd slow down and, you know, give her a big old Mayberry wave. Oh, look, there she is. Hey, how are you doing? Well, I, I did that for, you know, a couple of years, I reckon. 
and just kept doing it and and talking to her when I did see her but there was a while that I didn't I didn't see her to talk to at all but I did still wave at her okay well I I come to find out that she had died (laughs) six months before I heard about it I had been waving to her that whole time that's amazing. Because she was right there in the door <laughs> waving at people driving by. And when somebody said, Oh, no, you can't, you couldn't have waved at her last week. She, God, she's been dead six months. And I thought, Well, <laughs> you might be dead, but that doesn't mean she's left the house. That's right. Well, I just keep thinking about this one home that somebody called for some help on. It turned out that it was previous owners of the house and they just hadn't left yeah she yeah the gal ended up setting up a little room in the side and she told them at one point now this place is for you this is your place now (laughs) but she said they would go up on the roof she'd hear them on the roof and stuff it's like okay that's interesting i don't know if she ever got her situation dealt with or not wow well, well came around. we've got that up. We've got a big old house. This neighborhood, before it fell on hard times, was quite a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, parts of it were anyway. And there's a really lovely mansion house in right up the hill from us. And the woman who had that, not the woman who built it, but the woman who lived in it when my grandmother and mother were here. Yeah. Um, she was an artist. And had settled into that big old beautiful house and and had a museum of the seven seas. She had all kinds of strange artifacts and wonderful things. And the house is built with a widow's walk up on the top. And long after she was dead, people reported seeing her walking. Really? Walking on the widow's walk. Because she had a very distinctive style of dress. So uh, they knew that it was her. Tell you, so yeah, this this whole place is just just as haunted as I don't know what. I don't know what's the euphemism. Haunted is shall we?
W-Y-O-U-R-E-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O-W-N-E-R-D-O